welcome back everyone thank you so much for joining us today this is the mega creative show i'm your host mega retro nft my co-host is my creative owls you can find out more about our podcast and what we do personally on megacreativeshow.com join us on twitter spaces that's what this is a live recording from then we take that and we uh, make it available for you on podcast. Today we're going to be diving into knowing your Web3 security. So let's go and dive into this awesome topic. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us once again for the Mega Creative Show. Uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day today to be with us and to hang out and to learn. So uh, I myself, I'm Mega Retro. And uh, my co-host is Creative Owls. We dive into these topics to really help the community and to really empower artists and creatives and uh, specifically. And so if you're looking to join us live, we're live every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter Spaces. Um, my Twitter account is at Mega Retro NFT and Owls is at My Creative Owls. So feel free to give us a follow and keep up with, with the information that we share. So the topics we usually cover are NFTs, Web3 stuff, uh, marketing, branding, uh, and growing your Twitter community, as well as other social medias we would like to dive into uh, and analytics. I love analytics now, honestly, since we started doing that. But uh, if this is your first time here, we just want to say welcome. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to jump into our community. And we just want to welcome you and say you are welcome here. Um, if, the, if this is your many, many times into watch, uh, not watching, but listening into what we're doing here, uh, we just say thank you so much for your consistency and your participation in our community. Honestly, it really does mean a lot to us. And Alice and I are so happy to be able to do this and to provide this for the community. So hopefully you get some stuff out of this yourself as well. You want to hit up the, the partner? Yeah. And just kind of go back to that, man. We've been doing yeah. this for since November and it's amazing to see the growth of not only you know us but the whole community as we've been doing this for a while so i just want to give a big shout out to everybody here listening and also want to give a big shout out to our partners polygon and polygon studios for for supporting us and helping us with our new vision that we got going on for 2022 quick boost for you guys our mega creative series nfts are out right now there's only 16 days left before we're going to close that up our mega creative merch uh, has already ended and we're going to be releasing season two here shortly. And then if you haven't already, check out our monthly newsletter. There's a bunch of uh, art artists that you guys can figure out who's who's popping off in Polygon, who are the new up and comers, what are what's what are the upcoming events and uh, some articles around the community as well, too, regarding the Polygon showcase, the Polygon tournament. A lot of great content, not just for me, but from other thought leaders here in this nft space so i encourage you guys to check that out and mega man um i got a dad joke for you today oh you're gonna tell me the dad <laughs> joke <laughs> i got a dad joke for everybody right. here listening all right all right all right well okay my my boss told me to have a good day so i went home <laughs> i put that in there and i forgot about that one <laughs> That one, I I literally last night last night we were sharing the agenda and I usually don't look at the dad jokes but I stopped by and I was just crying laughing by I'm myself. Gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to encrypt them for next time. So you can't <laughs> <do that. laughs> 
those are good um but again man thank you guys for being here you know we really appreciate you guys for guys for listening you know a lot of you guys have been here for a while so we're really excited to keep growing this show we really appreciate you guys today's agenda we're going to be talking about know your web3 security we have about seven different topics that we're going to talk about i'm going to list them real quick and then i'm going to turn it over to you mega is that good sounds good to me all right the first one is keep your software updated the next one's going to be talked about disconnect your wallet from contracts number three don't fall for fake accounts. <laughs> Verify doesn't mean trustworthy. Write down all your wallet addresses and wallet keys. Close browsers. We're not using them. And don't click on random links, which we'll, we'll drill in here in a second. So those are kind of our agenda that we're going to go through today. We're going to literally dive in real quick, and then we're going to open up the floor for everybody here that's listening. I want you guys to write down any notes or any questions you guys have. If there's something that you want to add to this conversation, please, you know, when it's your time, please come up here. If you want to add something awesome, uh, make sure you guys have an open mind. We're not, you know, professional security NFT gurus, but what we're trying to do is just share some knowledge that what we know and what could help you along the way. Back over to you, Megan. Yeah, just to just to reiterate and kind of uh, mention, we we don't check our DMs during the show. So if you do send us DMs, we probably won't see them until after everything's already done. If you want to talk to us during the show or, or share your notes or communication, go into the Discord. Hop into Creative Owls Discord. And uh, there's specifically Mega Creative Show channels in there, as well as if you are a holder of our, of our Mega Creative Show NFT, if we ask you specific questions or if you want to have a fast pass when we open up the floor, um, you can talk in there and let us know so um with that being said owls thank you so much for for taking that on all the all that information while we can jump into the agenda so today we're talking about knowing your web3 security there's some things that we're going to mention here that might seem like no-brainers or seem like why would we why would we even take the time to mention this but whether people are new or whether they've been around for a while there are still people who fall for these simple things uh, whether it's email scams, whether it's, you know, links that are thrown into, into chats and whatnot. So there's many things we're going to talk about here. And if you feel like, oh, I already know this information, I want I want to challenge you to dig a little deeper and see different areas of that, of that topic of where you might have been um, taken advantage of or potentially taken advantage of and how you can help other people. So it's more than just about you, right? It's about how you can help other people. So um that that's what this information is great for as well is to really kind of pay it forward so uh why don't we get and jump into number one here first one we got here is keep software updated uh there's a lot of compromises that happen in your security when you just simply don't update your apps or your uh when you're on your phone or your mobile device or your desktop so the reason for that is because with a lot of updates that come out they're just constantly updating the security as well in those new updates for those applications. So if you don't update your app or your applications, you're potentially having yourself open to uh, the older version of that software being vulnerable to having somebody find their way into it. And so there's a lot of times you'll see where it says, oh, Google Chrome says update right now. And I understand some people might be hesitant to always update instantly, but especially for Web3, you want to make sure that everything is up to date. Uh, and and ready to go, you know, so that you're you're not uh, going to get taken advantage of. Anything from you, Owls, about that specifically? Uh, have you had a lot of warnings about updating your software? 
No, I think it's always good to update. It's it, you know, because there could be new features that could help you with you know yeah. protecting yourself along the way. And I know recently, within I think the last two or three weeks, there was a huge Chrome update that everybody mm -hmm. needed to do if you haven't already. Um, where there was a lot of risk vulnerabilities that people were able to hack in through your browser. So um, we're not, we're not we're not kidding when we're telling you to update your stuff and and you're like, hey, I should do it every now and then. Like, look out for updates and keep up to date because this is how people are creating scams. And trust me, you don't want to you know lose everything just because you didn't hit a button that says update, right? Yeah. And, and especially on your mobile phones, uh, guys, always keep your your security updated. Uh, even though it's going to reset your phone, whatever, like let it happen because all those things are really, really important. You might not understand it, but it's there to protect you. Oh, and 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 even with the software update real quick, I also want to tie in real quick to this is the two-factor authentication that goes up with this too. Um, Mega, can you, can you tie that into the software update? Yeah, so um, with the software update, there's, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with, the two-step factor authentication and um, what that is for those who might not know, uh, basically whenever you sign into your account or whenever there's like some sort of thing that needs to change in your settings, it'll ask you for your password, but it'll also ask you for a special code that it will send because you have two-step factor uh, enabled. And so one thing I tell people is a lot of people will use their phone number to basically get that number, that, that's, that code sent to their text or something like that, or a call to let them know that number. But even that isn't as secure because there are definitely ways, I'm not saying this happens to everyone, but it is possible for your phone number to be spoofed and uh, your SIM card to be basically copied. So if, if you get the code, whoever's copying your, your SIM card and your, and your phone number are able to also get that code as well. So you want to be very careful with that as far as how you have that set. Obviously, having good passwords. These are some basic things. But um, alongside with that, if you have the the option to use Google Authenticator, which is an app that basically just has the account name and then a number that constantly changes every 30 seconds to a minute. Um, and then that that you could use that instead of like getting that getting it sent to your phone. So uh, I highly recommend using that. Just keep in mind, though, if you do have that app reset or your phone resets, you can lose access to that account. So making sure that you have a backup of that somehow, um, because you can basically duplicate that uh, the authentication app onto another device as well. So on my on my iMac, I mean not on my, my iPad and my iPhone, I have them both on those as well as like all the different ones. So in case one resets. And and guys, it, it might take an extra step, but do it. Just don't exactly. be lazy. You just set, let them send you the text message, put it in. It takes two seconds, but have that type of of, of just basic cash or you know your basic capture for yourself and just to protect yourself. You know, uh, literally takes like two seconds. Uh, Mega number two, uh, disconnect your Web three wallet from contracts. So yeah. this is something that I actually uh, found out about is that if you guys are, I'm just talking about MetaMask for, for me personally. If you guys click on your browser, you hit your MetaMask, you're going to get that little three tier account option. If you kick, if you click that three account conscience and then you collect, uh, sorry, then you select connect sites. It shows you all the sites that you have connected your wallet with. And what, I, what I'm going to encourage you guys to do, if you guys are no longer minting on that site or have anything affiliated with that site, disconnect it. There's no reason for you to still be connected to someone's site or someone's contract. 
Uh, you can always reconnect. That is something that I've seen a lot of people do. And there's a lot of people that don't realize that they have over like 30 or 50 connections to their wallet to it. So if their site or their contract gets hacked, guess what? You're connected to it. So that's another thing that takes literally five to 10 minutes. Again, go to your MetaMask, hit the three buttons on the right-hand side and select connected sites. It'll show you everything that you're connected with. Disconnect from any sites that you're no longer affiliated with or you're done minting on. Yeah, that's great, man. I, I, I didn't find out about this until maybe about two months ago. And you could basically check every single address that you own in that layout. So um, what I do is basically go to polygonscan.com. Uh, Literally how it sounds, polygonscan.com. And in there, on the top right, there's actually an option in the menu. And uh, basically, it allows you to select, it's called Token Approval Checker. And then once you put the address that you're looking for, I mean, you don't even have to be signed in. You can still throw an address in there to see what, what, other uh, what other accounts it's connected to, what other contracts. So even if it's for a friend that you're doing it for or a project contract and you want to see, like, who's, who's all connected to that, you know? Uh, you can all check into that and then you can sign into your account specifically on Polygon Scan and then you can revoke those ones. Now, keep in mind, it, it might cost you some gas fees to do so, but it'll definitely be worth it as far as stepping out of um, the control of a, of a contract. Now, real quick, Owls, for for token approval sites, there are some where they'll they'll have like a weird looking like almost like there's no limit to it. I forget what the exact one, but basically for anything that's connected to OpenSea with like a collection, um, you're going to have something show up on your token approvals list that uh, if you disconnect that, you will re have to repay the gas to get back into that collection. So especially for Ethereum projects, keep that in mind. Don't just like willy nilly just do this. But basically, if you disconnect that, you'll have to repay that original gas fee that you did when you first opened up that collection and you know what so yeah economy's coming up man gas prices are getting heavier too man so yeah <laughs> you think gas prices are high you should see chimneys they're through the roof it's good it's good to know about that i didn't know about the token approver i think that's a good thing and then even just connected to your wallets i actually know people that have like bored apes and what they do is that they completely disconnect from open fee completely remove metamask from their entire browser completely mm. uh when it comes time to it because they're just doing one transaction and they're, they're they're getting the hell out of there uh just because these people are dealing with 200 500 700 thousand dollars guys uh worth of uh valuable nfts so you know start thinking about some of these things i'm not saying you can go that much but these are the some some of the steps other people are taking yeah i i would say something to keep in mind this is just like kind of a little side note is it can get easy to think that everything in the world is a scam <laughs> but, and you kind of get too overboard. Um, it, there's a healthy balance. So just making sure you don't get into the whole, the sky is falling mentality with every single project that you're involved in, but definitely, definitely keep your security in mind with, with all this. Yeah. Um, I've learned myself, but yeah, as, as we're talking about, don't fall for the sky or, or things like that. Also, I think number three is don't fall for fake accounts. So, Mega, let's touch. Can you touch up on that real quick? Yeah. So there's there's different ways that people can literally take. Uh, oh, you're, you're hot mic in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You're all good. Um, now I'm hungry. So there's there's ways people can take an account and just change the name, change the the icon picture, change the banners, whatever it is that you would want to do to 
to make the account unique, but they can take it and literally make it look and seem like it's an account uh, from an official source or somebody that you, that you might trust. So hey, this, this happens a lot, especially on Discord. So keep in mind that there will be scammers, spammers, whatever you want to call it, that will make fake accounts that look almost exactly and identical to somebody else. The thing that is a difference though, especially for, for Discord, is there's a hashtag and four digits that tell you what account it is. So what I do is if, if I feel like something is just not right, I'll go onto the server, making sure that it's like an account that I know is the person or the, a previous conversation I might have had with them and I'll confirm it in there. Uh, I'm not going to just trust it, you know, oh, I got got sending me a link. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got got. So let me let me tell you this story real quick, Megan, because yeah. it goes right into what you're saying. So I hopped into this Ethereum project a while, while back, and I hopped into the Discord and the Discord had like 10,000, um, uh, I guess, users or members. Right. And then it was a big it looked like it was a big fuss to get on the whitelist. So I got on the whitelist. And when it came to minting day. I think only 130 or 180 minted. And I was like, how in the world do they have this many members on Discord, but only thing this minted came to find out, I found out that you can do bots on your Discord and make bot members. Yeah. So if you don't, if you're not sure what that means uh, specifically, it just means fake accounts, whether it's like a farm where like, when I, when I say that, I mean like literally a whole group of people that are faking a bunch of accounts each. And they'll just basically help you out however uh, is needed to make it look like it, it's something legitimate. So that's a great point. I'm, I'm glad you did touch on that, Owls, as far as like, it's not I just lost, one. I lost the, money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's account, there's uh, projects that I've gotten into as well where it's just like, it's it's unfortunate, but especially six months ago, it was all about the numbers. You know, like it didn't matter if you had a legitimate, pro legitimate project or, or not. If you didn't have a certain number of followers, people just didn't look. They just did not look at your project. So I'm glad that that is changing now and that people are uh, keeping an open mind with, with just how they approach it. So uh, why don't we go ahead and move on to the next thing that has to really kind of tie into this same, uh, same topic is verified. Number four, verified does not mean trustworthy. There are, I'm sure many of us have seen verified accounts message hey, I would like to collaborate with you and work on this, on promoting your project. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know what I do? Every single time I see that, I say, connect with Dave. He is the Polygon uh, administrator <laughs> for uh, for promotions. Every single time I see that. I like that. I actually, <laughs> I went into my, uh, because it was more of an, of an annoyance, right? But I went into my settings for Twitter and I just literally blocked a bunch of different words that just filter out those those types of messages yeah so that's that's been helpful to keep it so, cleaner so i don't think we need to beat this up i think everybody has gone through this don't fall for the check accounts uh really do some research get inside the dms uh that's it's 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 there there's bots that are trained to like your posts and like your hashtags so yeah uh you know unless you know unless you're i'm just saying it's very rare that you'll get a really big you know, verified account, unless you know who they are or you've seen them before, uh, you can usually identify that pretty quickly. So I, I don't think we need to uh, beat that up. But if you do have a verified account that likes your stuff or it's engaging with you, hell yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, number five, you want to hit that up as far as just uh, 
keeping a ledger of, of all yeah. your addresses? Yeah, write down all your wallet addresses and your wallet keys. Do not store it digitally or, you know, store it, you know, as a, you know, your home screen file. <laughs> it's on a banner. In front of uh, <laughs> right. Um, just kind of be careful of that. Figure out where you can, you know, have it, hide it and, uh, you know, put it somewhere safe that, you know, only you are going to know. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I uh, I had to sit down and write down not just my wallet address, but there's also something called wallet keys. So each individual wallet that you have within your account, a MetaMask, has its own separate key. If you have the the passphrase though, that 12 word passphrase that everyone gets that you should never give to anybody, no matter what, not even MetaMask asks for that, okay? Unless you're like re-logging into the account somehow. Um, keep in mind that all of that information you should have written down and a notepad, and put it in a safe place. Write it down a couple different times if you need to. But uh, having it written down will will save you a lot if your computer crashes or just wipes somehow. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, I'm not. I'm, I don't want to get too you know too down, too depressing with this. But I mean, think about it. I was like the stuff that Ukraine was going through. A lot of their stuff was lost if they did not have anything written down or on them, you know, as far as like different ways to get into their accounts, that how are you supposed to get back into it? And so that's why it's important mm. for us to, to take some time to really understand that um, if we want to be secure, we need to make sure that there's different avenues we can obtain our wallet address, not just digitally. So yeah, um, don't depend, don't depend on the cloud for this. Yeah. So uh, why don't we go ahead and hop on to number six here? You had mentioned this a couple of times. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, just make sure you guys are, you know, you close your browsers when you're done using your Web3 wallets. Uh, just at always at all times, you never know what could crawl in or what email you could open and and can, can inject uh, anything into your browser. So making sure that you're logging off or closing off, I think it's just, it's just basic, you know, basic web three, you know, you don't go to a coffee shop, you know, log into a computer and then leave your profile on, right? Even though you're still at home, that's kind of your, your mentality where you're still connected to the World Wide web, you're still connected to the Wi Fi, always protect yourself. Just to add and kind of tack this one on to that same one. Uh, I like that you mentioned the Wi Fi thing. There are ways that people can make fake fake Wi Fi's. It's really, it's really simple. Honestly, if you really want to do it, there's so much information on how to do it. Um, but basically they, they make believe that they're a Wi-Fi connection. You can still connect to the internet through them, but once you connect to them, anything that goes in through that connection, they capture every single thing that happens of, of the letters you type, the accounts you go into. So making sure that you're very, very careful. Something I actually do myself is I'm the first one to show up at the coffee shop and I'll make sure that that's the, that's the right Wi-Fi account and the right password and then also um i never change it <laughs> so so it just you know it's 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 still connected to that one so keep that in mind especially airports um any kind of tran uh, transportational type of places you're gonna be at a higher risk of people just sitting around waiting for people to to, to prey on so uh with that being said kind of like what al said making sure that if you don't need something opened up uh, while, especially while you're traveling or out in public and using a wi-fi connection making sure that you're having those things closed so that if anything does happen, it, you know, it's not like an instant, all of a sudden your account's hacked. So, yeah. And, yeah. and, and that goes with like just regular emails. If you're getting emails or people send you links that you don't know, I mean, that kind of goes into number seven, right? 
uh, Mega. Uh, why don't we go ahead and boost real quick, and then we'll go ahead and okay. pop to seven. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today. This is the Mega Creative Show. We are live here every Tuesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're flying through this topic of uh, know your Web3 security. We want to make sure that everyone that's here, you, you have time to either write it down or um, have any notes or feedback written down so that you're able to really kind of dive into this yourself, into your own journey of protecting your assets and your wallet and your information. So um, if you want this list specifically, it will be in our Discord in the Mega Creative Show, uh, in the Mega Creative Crew channel, which is for the holders of our NFT uh, to be able to see that. So uh, you can see it in there. As, as far as some other information, we have the Mega Creative Show NFTs that launched uh, a few weeks ago. And so if you're looking to g- grab them, go to megacreative.xyz. And that'll lead you to the minting page to be able to mint them on Matic for 24 Matic each. They will only be on sale. Uh, they'll only be available, not even on sale, but they'll only be available until May 1st. And we're going to cut off the contract from being able to be purchased on anymore. Uh, so if you're looking to get some for yourself, uh, if you're an artist in the community and you want to learn more to really kind of boost yourself forward in your in your journey to learning, having some private classes, uh, having opportunities to share your project for quite a while and we interview and stuff like that, um, definitely grab that. If you're looking to uh, be in a place where you're an investor, this is a great way to get yourself into learning about what's all involved with Web3, You know what's all involved with different artists and what's, what, what's going on behind the scenes and how can you potentially even be an angel investor for those who are looking into these projects. So um, that's also another avenue for you as well. So we really just love the opportunity that we're, we're creating here for those to be able to grow in this. So that's, that's going to be it for the, the boost today, um, at least for this portion. And we're going to jump into number seven. Yeah, we're going to jump into number seven. Then we're going to open it up. We do got some tips for you. Um, and this is actually, this is how we're seeing a lot of hacks happen. This is one of the two. I'll, I'll cover the other too, one. Right? Yeah. Uh, this is the one that says don't ever, 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 <laughs> ever click on uh, random links from random people. You guys don't know if you guys have been on discord, I'm sure a lot of you guys get throw some hundreds. If you guys get random messages from people telling you about their project that you have no idea about or how in the world they connected with you. And usually some of those links have affiliated or malware tied to it where those can run some malicious scripts on your computer or whatever you connect it to. Um, And those things are really, 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 really scary. And it's funny, I think I was talking to this guy named Beluga Bay and some, maybe you, <laughs> and someone was, the Jeff talked, they kept on getting hacked like over and over. Oh and uh, what they were doing is that they thought that they, they thought that the people that were messaging them were actually part of their community wow. and they kept on falling for the damn same link over and over. So um, they were maliciously attacking people. So you guys that are out here in the web three, you guys are targets. So don't think that you guys are not always, always, always have your guards up. And, um, you know, one, one of the biggest things that I've saw was like a, I think it was like $119 million from a Web3 crypto project got taken. And the way that they did it is that they loaded into their front end to their website and then they injected a, a code that interfered with their Cloudflare. Uh, and basically what that, what, what that did, that, that really interacted with their web interface and then they were able to dive into their back end of their IT. Uh, and then from there, it's it's just figuring out how to get through the firewalls. And um, and these are big companies, right? And we're little companies, so we have to do the little things right 
um, along the way. Eventually, we'll get to where we want to be big. But, you know, this is the first iteration of, of, of Web3. And one of the biggest things that we see where people get attacked is by clicking links. Mm-hmm. So be, can- be careful of that. And uh, if you see it, to reply back and say, hey, Creative Out says I can't click on the link. Sorry. And, and then just move yeah. on. Um, but, oh, I was just going to add there. So so it's very easy too to basically go on like something like GoDaddy or something like that and buy a domain that looks exactly like something. It's just one letter off, right? Um, or it's, oh a, my dot, gosh, it's yeah. a .org instead of a .com. And so just making sure that you're really watching yourself what you're clicking on, making sure that it's it's an approved site, you know, by you and by the community uh, will really help you go a long way. Honestly, I was like, the link thing is how people just, no matter what avenue a scammer takes to try to get, get a gotcha, right? Like, no matter what, it's still going to be a link that you have to click on. So Listen, if it's, I, if it's I, an I, email, a direct I message, did it. whatever. I, I, I did it like I did like a hackathon like coding school and the only thing I need is your email. That's the only thing I need. Wow. That's the only thing I need. Once I get your email, I can send you five or six different email accounts and and the link is going to say, "Hey Yeezy, I found a photo of you. Is this you?" You're going Yeah, you're going to click cuz you don't know better or someone drops your name in the combo, you're more likely going to click it and then boom. Uh, next thing you know, you opened up something or something has it, you know, opened up or saved inside your browser and then it begins. Yeah. Would you say there's a way to do that safely? Like opening up links? Like if I copied and pasted into like, say for instance, a website that checks? Uh, like I said, I always look for HTTPS before, before I click on it. Maybe I try to do like a little Google search to figure out what the, what the, what the website is or something tied to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like one of the first things that we, we realize, okay, how do I protect myself? Or I, I check out their profile, uh, and research who this person is, why are they sending me links? I think there's somebody that hopped in our discord that was asking people, Hey, we want to interview you. Uh, we'll pay you 200 bucks and yada, yada, yada. Like that was a red flag for me where I was kind of like, mm, I don't know if yeah. I want to give you my information. Um, cause I don't know what you want to do with it. You can just tie in to say that you're helping because you know, it's spatial, but that's, that, that's another, that's, that, that could be an attack, right? Yeah. It could be a seed to, to really kind of step into what you're doing. Yeah. Cause I, I can might be, I might attack and be like, Hey, I saw you at, you know, creative house, you know, showcase, uh, you know, can you, you know, set up a schedule with me to, mm. I can interview as an artist. And then the click link might look like a schedule link, but boom. You click on something that you know it starts that that transaction. I feel like that, a lot of people's heart rates are, are increasing it, right now. Like, did I click on something? <laughs> well, it's good. I think I think also on your website, uh, real quick. Um, I turn comments off on my website. Uh, there's a reason for that. Comments is usually the, the comments where you people can comment on a a post or something on a blog. Comments are usually the first place uh, hackers go in to start injecting their code. Oh wow. Because what they'll do is that they'll run a PHP or JavaScript code, and what it can do is say, hey, it keeps submitting this over and over and over, and it can create something called like an infinity loop. And what it does, it just keeps hitting the server over and over and over until it either crashes or GoDaddy calls and says, hey, you know, you're, you're loading up all my load balancers. I got to shut down your stuff. Right. Um, So so those are things that can happen. And then there's ways that they can get in and then they can um, hack in and then take over your domain. So when when people click on it through 
through GoDaddy or no, or through Google, it doesn't take them to their site. It takes them to their, you know, Asian market where they're selling salt and peppers or whatever you got hacked on. Yeah. It's crazy, man, how many different ways there are for people to get taken advantage of. But I mean, this is not information to scare you as much as it is to equip you, right? We don't want to scare people. We don't want to fear monger. We want people to understand that we're sharing this information so that you can leave here being like, okay, there's some things I need to get in order to make sure that I'm protected. Or I need to make sure that I never click links unless it's otherwise, you know, I I already know for sure that that link is safe. Uh, Just like Owl said, even the HTTPS, the S portion of that is very important, meaning it's secure as well as, uh, can you, can you tell me a little bit about that? The SSL, the lock, I believe it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it just shows that your site, your site is is encrypted, is secure. Okay. It, it's okay. it's also verified as well too. Um, but if it's you not guys being changed a lot or something like that with the code, is that is that also no? It, it it just shows that you're you're registered, you're a verified account. It's not a sketchy site that you're okay. you're, you're officially registered. Never ever, guys, ever buy anything from a site that doesn't have that uh that that lock. They could have the 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 little image that shows, hey, we're secure. But if you don't have that SSL, stay, stay far away. Yeah, that's great, man. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to go ahead and do uh, our bonus tip and then our bonus plus tip. <laughs> and then we're going to go ahead and boost one more time and then open up the floor. So if you're yep. looking to share, start requesting and we'll bring up a, a, a small handful of people to be able to share your thoughts or ask questions. Obviously, we don't know every single thing. This is not financial advice, but... You know, whatever we did share, hopefully you're able to take it and to really kind of uh, do your own research with how you can implement security measures to make sure your stuff's secure. So um, why don't we go ahead and do bonus tips. So use different wallets for purchasing and holding NFTs in case one is compromised. So this is something I started practicing probably about three months ago where um, whenever I'm purchasing from a project, I'll use one specific wallet just for those purchasings. And then after I get done purchasing it, then I can either leave it in there for a mo- like you know a week or two, and see if anything happened or if it's okay, and then transfer it to another wallet for holding. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could also create honestly like infinite wallets. So if you wanted to, you can literally create a wallet for each collection you're you're in. You, you, oh my gosh. Um... You guys, I don't know if you guys remember Mitch Jackson. Mitch Jackson was yeah. a guest on our show maybe about early the year. He's actually a attorney in California and he deals with web3 and metaverse. And one of the one of the things that he he says that a lot of projects do, which I'm I I'm a guilty of, is that you have your business, your your project NFT is also collecting your personal NFTs. Mm. Yeah. So you have your 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 business assets, which is your NFTs, and then you're also collecting your personal ones on the same wallet. And he says that is a liability because if something ever happens, your wallet that's tied to your project is also connected to your personal. So you could also lose that, or that could be a vulnerability uh, for your digital assets. So that yeah, that put that that let me know that shit. I need to have just the dedicated wallet for me to purchase my things and then for me to, you know, have my business. Uh, I didn't think about that when I first came in here, but now as I'm realizing as a business asset or protecting my assets, this is a great, great opportunity to do it. And it's not too difficult. Even for filing, it's good to keep it separated in any way. You know, that way you can just be like, oh, this one was just all this specific business or this project. So what I, what I'm doing personally after that, that 
time we had uh, Mitch on the show, I made a separate wallet. I'm going to be making, well, I did, but I'm going to make separate wallets for each collection that I ever do. That way, it's just I know exactly where that money's coming from, where it's allocated from and whatnot, and, and where it's sitting. And so, especially when it comes to taxes, when it comes to filing things, it'll be a lot easier to be like, okay, this is from this, this is from that, and you have everything kind of laid out there. So um, there's many different ways you can go about that, uh, but just making sure that you keep in mind that not everything is always secure, and even even transferring an NFT from one wallet to another, it doesn't necessarily mean that that, that NFT is now just safe. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. But maybe have just like a holding wallet, you know? Or like I said, if I'm going to invest in a project, especially if it's like a big one, like we, like we were talking about Owls, where it's like only 100 something was, was purchased uh, out of like 10,000 followers on their Discord, which was mostly fake, mm. maybe have just a separate wallet just for that project and that's it. That's what you purchase it on. That's what it sits on. And that's where it's at, you know? Learned my lesson many times, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's probably a practice I'm going to start doing uh, as of right now, honestly, for yeah. myself. Especially um, especially but, when we especially when we talk about price range, right? The average NFT is what do we say, two hundred dollars? Yeah, it's uh, either there's like a fifty dollar limit, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or less, less and then yeah. like 200 is like the max. yeah so any single time that you guys see a project that you're going to invest over 200 dollars, really keep i mean really take your time especially if you're if you're uh minting and you have no idea what you're going to get <laughs> yeah. i i've minted before previously and i haven't been happy on on some some of my polygon projects where i've spent that much amount and just not not only that but from from them just grabbing the bag and dipping out um so just just really take some time to validate ask questions get inside that discord um and and you could find something that's really awesome or you can find something to say damn it my my creative owls instinct kicked in and i knew i shouldn't have been messing with this yeah that's that's honestly a great point uh i was i have a question for you before we move to the to the last bonus tip here is so when it comes to rug pulls this might be a little different as far as security but when it comes to rug pulls right do you consider someone who kind of just like whether it's life stuff that's happening, stepping away after you bond certain projects, right? Do you consider that a rug pull as well, or Ooh. more of just like? That... <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Um. So here's my thing: if if you if you're gonna be gone or you're gonna be you know, MIA, you got to communicate that, right? Yeah. Especially if if you came off to be like you got this big ass team. I'm not gonna mention this this name and um if you have a big team it's okay to take breaks but communicate with your holders uh especially because if someone is investing a good amount of money into yeah. your project um you having that that communication disconnection is going to completely turn me off and that's what we talked about tuesday is how to build a web3 community yeah. and if i see somebody or a project that's not doing any of those things. I mean, those are all huge red flags for me. And it took, honestly, it took me a good amount of time for me to realize those things because I had to get burned, not once, not twice, but three times for me to be like, okay, I'm never going to do that again. Right. And, and really take a slap on the wrist because um, it's happening all over the place now where you're seeing a lot of projects are kind of dipping out, but you're also seeing a lot of project that's been here for a while. So definitely take your time to validate some of these projects as, as we're going this and, and protect yourself from, from be, being a part of fake communities too. Yeah. 
I would say one of the one of my rules of thumb, honestly, Owls, is when it comes to those things is I feel like there is definitely a difference. It's equally sucky, you know, but um, there definitely is a difference when somebody needs to step away for whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, communication is key. Making sure you're letting your your audience or your customers know. Because um, imagine imagine you bought something and you bought it because there's a warranty or you're looking forward to future utilities, and all of a sudden they're just gone, you know. And so um, maybe they did communicate that, but even still, as somebody who's investing in a project, it's very important to understand that whatever your word is, it's, it's going to be harder when you come back to to keep that consistency, to keep that momentum going forward. Because um, with anything like that, it's I'm just I'm just trying to help people understand that those projects that have been around for a long time, start checking into them. Start being like, hey, this, this person's been around for six months solid. Maybe you should check into their project. Maybe you should see what they're about, you know? And it really does stand out differently. Uh, and I don't know, Al, Al, if you feel the same way. Like, if a project's been around for five months and that's all they've been doing it was that one project, I'm going to start looking closer into their project because there's, show, there's consistency. You know so, what I act coin coin I think coin and I just talked about this the other day coin laundry. Mm. It's so much better. It's so much better to grow, grow slow and steady and organically than having this like 2000 bump in like two days or 1000 bump in a, in a day because a lot of those followers, what are they really there for? Right? Yeah. They, have they really had time to digest your your brand? Right? Or they're just there for a giveaway or a hype. And uh, I, I realized that I'm, I'd rather have 6,000 organic followers than 60,000 all day uh, because I'm, get, I'm actually getting really good conversations inside my tweets and yeah. the, enga the engagement is real and it's rich and you're getting to know people that way. And like I said, organically and flows away. Don't think because you don't have 1,000 or 500 followers now or 6,000, your project is not successful. Uh, you can sell out having less than a thousand followers. Uh, you don't need that hype. I think it just helps yeah. your brand, but don't, don't, you know, don't get it twisted. Yeah. I think, I think no matter where you're at with your growth, I think there's always that temptation to feel like it's, it's not growing fast enough, you know, or I need more followers. So just understand that no matter where you're at with this, there's always going to be that, that thought of wanting more um, or not feeling like it's good enough, but wherever you're at, appreciate it. You know, just think about this. Four months ago, five months ago, you were working to be at the place you're at right now. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. You know, enjoy where you're <laughs> at. So um, definitely take time to re realize those those milestones you hit. So I know we kind of veered off a little bit from, from security, but uh, why don't we go ahead and say the bonus tip right here. I'll go ahead and end the podcast recording and then we can start opening up the floor. Yeah, I got like a bonus tip tip. Uh, the bonus tip for today, guys, is make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. <laughs> make, sure you, you, make sure you guys have your notifications on. Uh, we, we love to get back and, and share great information with our community if you haven't already do so. And, uh, you know, kind of picking piggybacking off like kind of bonus things. Um, the one thing I posted yesterday is definitely take some time. I, I know this is not Web3, you know, security stuff, but definitely take some time to take some breaks. I mean, we are pounding at this monitor and our, and our phones definitely take some break to reset especially because the weather is nice go lay out go hang out with the family i uh, really really want to push that for you guys uh here as we're getting into spring to summertime thank you so much everyone for joining us today this has been the mega creative show if you want to actually reach out to us you can check us out on our websites my is mine is mega retro dot art and owls is creative owls dot io 
Those are our separate websites. You can also check out megacreativeshow.com and uh, find out some more information on there as well, a little bit about the show, the background. You can also check out other podcasts and then also check out our newsletters on there. So we're really excited to present and provide many different things for the community to grow. Obviously, uh, we wanna grow our show and what we're doing, but ultimately we wanna see everyone grow at the same pace and the same rate. So that's why we love providing all of these different things when it comes to the the educational uh, aspect of Web3, NFTs, or even just if you're looking to get yourself uh, your name out there and known as an artist in a way or developer in a way that's really going to make a difference for you and also your pockets to make sure that you can pay some bills so thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you next time